Come on. Thank you very much. All right. By the way, Brent does not carry his gun uh, in the Northeast. He doesn't have a license for that. Just clearing that Ah, up. All right. Thank ah, you. Ah, that's good to know. I feel better. Right. Well, he was the one who brought up a gun. Right. He sure did. I didn't know what he was talking about. Well, uh, things got out of hand. I'll tell you, there was a lot of... uh, (laughs) All of a sudden, we were defending ourselves. Suddenly, we were talking about Jews. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Terry, go ahead. Uh, Finally, uh, go ahead. Hey, Howard. Absolutely, Team Rappaport, man. Every one of us listening that grew up with a bunch of guy friends that still have a bunch of guy friends that we hang out with, have a guy like Rappaport that talks shit, that's funny as hell, an insecure fuck like Brent can't take it, so he wants to fight. No one's going to fight. He's such a fucking pussy. All right, fair Sorry. enough. And Mike, go ahead. Uh, your opinion, please. Hey, Howard. Mike, uh, thanks for taking my phone call. First of all, Rappaport is a second-rate actor, number one. Oh. Brent, I seriously think that Brent would take his ass in, in, a, uh, in a ring. I don't think even Rappaport would probably show up. He'd probably send somebody else to do his dirty work for him. I mean, the guy's, you know... It, the guy's just a, a, a flat-out, has-been, wannabe, little podcast bullshit. And I think Brent would beat the shit out of him. All but right. Fair enough, Mike. Thank you. That's Mike from Virginia, Adam in Massachusetts. Yeah, I just have a couple of quick points that I'd like to bring up. Uh, number one is that Brent talks a lot of shit, but every challenge that he's been put up to, whether it's an IQ test or an MMA fight or whatever, uh, he loses uh, pretty handily. Uh, I'd, mm. like, I'd like to bring that up, first of all. Uh, secondly, um, why is it okay for him to talk shit about wanting to beat Rappaport up, but when he actually meets a dude in a bathroom that's like moments away from physically assaulting his wife, he doesn't physically do anything to that guy at all. I mean, that, that seems interesting, crazy. Interesting. All right. Well, there you go. Good question. Good, good question. question. All Something the, for us to think the about. The audience is very fired up about this and needs to vent. Yes, James. James in Colorado. Yeah, I just want to say that, you know, Brent's just full of shit. And, um, <laughs> you know, uh, rap sports the man. All right, All right, fair enough. Uh, brief, but yet uh, very, very poignant. Well, there you go. Finally, I'll leave it to Apples to close the commentary <laughs> on this. Or uh, Apples quickly, and then maybe Marianne from Brooklyn, and then we'll stop. Hey, now, uh, is is Brent going to any type of therapy? I feel like he's got a lot of stuff on his plate, hmm. and he's uh, <laughs> he's really acting out over it. Maybe uh, Brent needs a little therapy. Too. Okay, Marianne, what do you say? First of all, Robin, you didn't like when Dr. Drew gave you a 34. I'm Team Brent. You know why? This came out of nowhere, Howard. Michael Rappaport just pulled something out of his hat and started badgering Brent for no reason. His first song was good, but Rappaport, your second song sucked monkey dick, and pussy doesn't offend me, and that woman, Jessica, wish she was in a, a swing club. No one's pulling out a gun, assholes. People are off their rockers, Howard, and I'm Team Brent. All right. Wow. Wow. There's a woman you want on your side. Yes, Al. Uh, Brent's a fucking idiot. First of all, I want to say I can't believe I'm on the fucking show right now. This is fucking crazy. I love you guys. This is awesome. Uh, Brent's a fucking idiot. His comebacks are no different than just saying, I know you are, but what am I over and over again? Rappaport is completely shredding him on the uh, mental breakdowns of his fucking sex life. All right. Well, and there you go. You this is a, lost just because he wants to fight. This is what I saw in the email. Yes. I'm a lot of team Rappaport. But uh, let me tell you, here is Jeff from Queens. Maybe he should close this discussion out. He is a swinger, and he says he swings with Brent. Oh, he mm-hmm. does. Yes. Uh, you say you've swung with Brent? Yes, not only is Brent right, he's also a very generous lover, and uh, he always cheers me on when I'm fucking his wife, and uh, he's, he's really a great guy. I think we're, he's getting a bum rap here. All right, fair enough. Okay, there you go. Well, there's the capper. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, he, whenever he's fucking me in the ass, he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to gay right. yeah, That's what I thought, too. <laughs> well, anyway... There you go. Team Rappaport, Team Brent. Big controversy. Big feud broke out. I still don't know how this happened. Well, yeah, you ask somebody how it started. They don't even know. That's what happens in a lot of wars. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know. But uh, whatever your opinion is, uh, we're interested in it. All right, we're going to take a break. I got a lot to get to, as I mentioned earlier. But first, you know the drill, Robin. We have to do a couple of words. 
Like, this is just noise. I mean, it's fine, but when the guy comes in singing, that's what makes it. Well, it all works. It's a great song. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I saw that uh, Chester's wife has announced that she is engaged two years after he is gone. Oh, yeah. A lot of people might have a problem with that, but she has a life to live. Well, Robin, a lot of us would like to see her just not have any. We got a problem. (laughs) But she did say she would continue to do everything she can. Right. To preserve his memory. Good for her. I'm happy for prevent her. what happened to him happening to someone else. You got to go on with your life, Robin. That's what that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Pretty draining morning, huh? With these guys fighting. You don't like the fight? Sometimes these fights energize me. Like Whoa. this one was just funny to me because <laughs> it makes no sense. It's a fight, nevertheless. <laughs> you ask Brent, well, how did it start? He doesn't know. He's so Brent, angry. so Michael Rappaport, you know, this all starts with this fucking fantasy football because there's a fantasy football league here at the show. I'm not part of it. I, you know, I don't know anything about that. I don't, I don't care about it. I wouldn't waste my time. You don't it. know about real football, much less fantasy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I got no fantasy. <laughs> you know, you want to start betting on the Bachelor in Paradise, I'm right in there with <laughs> you. But I haven't seen any of that. But uh, Michael Rappaport, I guess, is having a luncheon. For all the fantasy football guys, and uh-huh. I know uh, Brent is refusing to go, and which is a shame. JD, you're in that league. You going to Rappaport's house? Look at you hobnobbing <laughs> with a big actor. No, I I cannot make this luncheon or whatever this is. This get together. Is it a luncheon or a dinner? I I, I can't. No, I, it's during games, so I think it's just like hang out, eat, and drink or whatever. Yeah, you're not going. Uh, no, I can't. We have. I have something scheduled that day. And what could you have going on <laughs> on you a know, Sunday? He never had anything on his schedule for the longest well, my, time. My wife got me as an anniversary present, uh, doing a wine tour thing out uh, somewhere. So we're doing that. A wine tour again with the wine tour? Yes. Boy, oh boy, you guys are like uh, really drinking up a storm. Wine <laughs> no, tour? Actually, not not. But uh, another one. You're that into wine that you're going on another wine tour? Yeah, we'll try it out. Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, somewhere out in Long Island. I don't know where. Oh, the Hamptons. Exactly. Oh, I, that I don't know. I come to North Fork. Something like that. How far you have to drive? Do you even know? Uh, no, we're taking like a bus there and stuff. And stuff. Would you rather go to Rappaport's and watch football and talk shit? <laughs> uh, sometimes, sure, but I mean, this is it's fine. I'll do this. A tour of a winery. It's yeah. that in- like like once you've seen one winery, aren't they all kind of the same? No, I mean some some places have different views and stuff, and they the different wines. Obviously, look at that. There's grapes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Imagine JD ah. like he's on he's on tour of all the wineries in the country. And, uh, or I could see the same yeah. people I see every day here. So, right. <laughs> all right, let me. All right, thanks. No, sorry, thank you. All right, so anyway, underdog. This is a guy's TV show. This isn't an interview that, like, Shuley did. But I didn't know she had all this fucking... Pro- I didn't even know she went to college. I really, I realized there's so much I don't know about her. I mean, I've been fascinated by her for so long. You know? Yeah, it, it could be surprising that she was in a real college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and she had a horror... Of course, every aspect of her life seems to go horribly wrong. But anyway, this is a TV show called Checkerboard Kids. And why is she on it? Well, it's a Manhattan public access show. Oh, right? okay. You know what I mean? And I guess she's just... Like, they lo- they're lucky to get anyone. In other words, they're lucky to get anyone. They're also fascinated by her in the same way we are. Right. You know, they, She's a real guest. Right. The show features like musical acts that no one has ever heard of. <laughs> one of the featured musicians is Suzanne Muldowney, known as Underdog. Okay. Um, the, and the host is Checker Phil, and he's become really good friends with Suzanne over the years. He even told Suzanne that she could come on the show and discuss any topic she wants. That's how much they've opened the show up. Wow. To so Suzanne took him up on his offer, and this was her first topic. Like, she brought up the topic. They didn't even bring oh. it up. They were like, what do you want to talk about today? I would like to do this, too, with our show, you know? Surely she's just calling and say, underdog, what do you want to bring up? Well, she won't come and do this show. Well, 
Shuli, she'll talk to Shuli about stuff. But anyway, here she is on the show with Checkerboard Phil, or Checker Phil. And uh, they're they're talking about whatever Suzanne wants to talk about. Now, this is a great opportunity to give you, you, you asked for a chance to be able to, to speak about different topics. And I was just like, Suzanne, come in. This is your house. Come in. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. So what's today's topic that you'll be speaking about today? Um, uh, malevolent students. Malevolent, malevolent students. So is this in high school, middle school? I don't know about that, but uh, um, it's it's all through. But uh-huh. uh, but but I'm focusing more specifically on college. They are older, on the verge of adulthood. So when it comes to uh, mistreating other students, mm-hmm. college students are more resourceful and cunning and and maybe even diabolical than uh, than children or or teens. She's the best guest ever, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she gets the prize. She is the perfect guest for this host, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, from what I can ascertain, and again, it was a really long interview, so I'm only playing you clips. Uh-huh. Suzanne claims the upperclassmen forced the freshmen to dress like babies as part of a hazing ritual. Like What school was this? I don't know. But she claims, I mean, I went to college. None of this was going on. Yeah, nobody had time for this. Some of the worst things mm-hmm. uh, we were made to do the last couple of days before the uh, official end, we had to dress outlandishly uh, as certain kinds of people. We ended up having to look ridiculous or or degrading in our classrooms before our teachers. How did they uh, how did they dress? Uh, like what was, you know, do I really have to give any specific examples? I'm very curious. I mean, because, you know, could it just been like you had to wear a certain color or wear a certain thing? Or um, uh, well, one time, one time we had to dress, we had to dress as babies, which meant we, um, many of the students uh, wore uh, pajamas mm-hmm. or pajama shirts and shorts, um, <laughs> uh, booties, uh, and having to equip ourselves uh, accordingly with pacifiers nursing bottles it was disgraceful it was very embarrassing for all of us but some people say that this is some sort of form of fun (sighs) not for me it wasn't right wow did she have to participate i you know what i don't know it sounds like a crazy college because i would have just gone another way and then Suzanne claimed she went to her mother about it, and her mother was not empathic with her in any way. And, and Suzanne is completely upset because she doesn't know how hazing is practical for life. Like, what are you learning from it? So, <laughs> I complained uh, to my mother the first weekend about uh, about these uh, misdeeds on the parts of the uh, higher grade students, and you said, and she said. Oh, that's just part of growing up. And you mustn't think you're too good not to go along. You go along with it whether you want to or not. Um, now just how, just how does dressing outlandishly, uh, playing leapfrog in the yard or, uh, or gyrating on the floor as if you're a slice of cooking bacon and then have to turn yourself over and, uh, just how are those stunts practical for life? Hmm. Because I remember a Happy Days episode in which the uh, the boys were trying to join a fraternity, and the fraternity also made them uh, do uh, uh, degrading uh, stunts. And and Fonzie asked them, "Is this the way college is preparing you for life?" Wisdom from Henry Winkler. Um, it's it's who the who the actor is is beside the point. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> wow. Even her mother was like, "Just go along with it." Lighten leave up. me alone. Yeah, leave me. Leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she gets so worked up. Well, she's as angry at at that now. As she was then. Yeah. It hasn't happened in 
I don't know how many years, but she's still pissed. I wonder if she's ever had a good day. I don't think so. Mm. Then Suzanne, if you want more, Suzanne revealed she has a nephew and she tried to warn him about hazing practices when he went off to college. Can you imagine Suzanne is your aunt? Yeah, well, hey, she's trying to at least say. But I just can't even imagine, you know, (laughs) having to sit with her when you're a kid. You mean you would have been scared? Yeah. Oh, I see. So years later, um, when my only nephew was old enough to start college, uh, I contacted his father, one of my brothers. Uh, You've got to warn uh, your son uh, about hazing. And then my brother said, oh, people nowadays frown on it. It's just another foot of it's just another form of bullying. Where were those people when I was made to suffer? (laughs) Yeah. Now she's pissed at the people for not being there for her. Could the movie Carrie have been about her? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. One student actually declared herself Suzanne's personal disciplinarian in college. It sounds like somebody was really... I want to know the name of this college because it couldn't still be in business. At one time during the hazing, I spoke up uh-huh. uh, against it, and and this one conceited student who who uh, took the liberty of appointing herself my personal disciplinarian uh, hustled me into another room and, and and made me sit down. Who in the world do you think you are? No phrase like that is said only by parents when they're angry with children. Mm, well, what did you say to that? I am a student who who has been trained all my life to act decently, and resp- and my high school didn't have anything like this. They they considered a scholarship, etiquette, and other uh, proper manners <laughs> more important. Oh, your high school was so. St- Stupid not to have had uh, a program uh, such as we're having. She Ooh. insulted my high school. <laughs> I like the host. He stays right out of her way and lets her go. Well, that's why I said he, he's the perfect host for his perfect guest. We got to find out what college this was. It sounds like a college was set up just to fuck with yeah. the underdog. People put together like a pop-up college it's so a, they yeah. could get to Suzanne. Let's pretend to be a college. <laughs> it sounds like nothing else got done at this college. Yeah, there were no classes. There were just these antics. Yep. No weed, no classes, no dormitories. There wasn't even a dining hall. No. They just tortured her all day. Finally, uh, Suzanne ended the show by warning incoming college students that they're being watched by God. Okay. Um, is there anything else that we got to know or anything like that for this topic? If any, if any people listening to us right now are, are headed to college for the first time or going mm-hmm. back after a while, mm-hmm. um, you better watch out how you behave among your fellow students. Do you want to end up uh, being labeled bullies, exploiters, because you choose to um, make amuse yourself, amuse yourselves at the expense of other students? Because that makes because that makes you all devils, and you'll be deserving to go to hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So- God is watching you, considering how. You teach your children later on that Santa Claus always monitors your behavior every minute and, and and keeps lists. Well, God keeps lists, so you better watch out. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks, Suzanne. All right. Uh, mm. Right. Oh, that was a bummer. Ending the show on that level. Yeah. Guess what? God has a list. Uh, on our phone is. Uh, sounds like you brought the whole show down. Well, I felt these things, you know, needed to be told. People need to understand what an atrocious experience I had in college. And and so I'm creating my own university that isn't so horrible. It's called Vlad State University. It's a learning institution dedicated to Vlad the Impaler, better known as Dracula. <laughs> you sound very upset. You almost sound like you're hyperventilating. Mm. Uh, 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 where were you while these people were degrading me? Hey, let me tell you something. 
Had you called me up, honey, and had me on your team, nobody would have been degrading you. I would have stuck up for you. Uh, I need to tell you more about this college. It's an accredited university, legitimate, not some hedonistic sex den like the other ones. And the only major is watching me dance and Vlad. A, co- a college, Vlad College would be your where you- college. Yeah, it sounds like the college you went to. Everyone majored in torture. Oh, torture of you. <laughs> Yes, these so-called A-list or popular crowd were just serpents sent to tempt me, but I never succumbed. You got to sing a song for us. The alma mater of my new college. Yeah. <laughs> and only blood will tell you Very catchy song. Wow. We, I love it. You know any others? I call it <laughs> when God is watching my students in biology. God has you on his list. You know I love you. I hate that people were picking on you. <laughs> Somebody like you would never be accepted to my university. With Let me tell you, I would have your back. I don't like no. the idea that you went to school and people were being nasty to you. I do not like uh, that. Well, I do appreciate that. But oh, one time I saw an episode of Happy Days and they made Fonzie jump a shark. What, what kind of nonsense is that? There won't be anything like that in my university, in Vlad University. All right. Thank you, underdog. There you go. Wow. Great show that guy has. Oh, my goodness. Might have to tune in. Speaking of Jump the Shark, I was explaining to someone about the website Jump the Shark the other day. Yeah. And I didn't know the answer if Jump the Shark is still around. That's John Hines started that. People, I was at a party and somebody used the phrase, oh, did the show Jump the Shark? Yeah. And I said, you know, a guy who works with me, this guy John Hine, he started that and, and they were like and, and like they didn't apparently even understand what jump the shark was because they, they didn't like, know where the term came from but they know what it meant yeah and i explained how he was in college and they used to talk about when shows turned bad and jump the shark.com is something he started and he sold it to tv guide and now jump the shark is gone tv guide now it just if you go to that website tv guide.com just shows up oh is that right yeah they kind of john do i have that right they wrecked your website like, they kind of didn't maintain it. Hit him with the hind! I yeah, said... Yeah, you've got that right. And this woman was saying to me how she would love to invite you to a dinner party because it'd be so much fun to sit around. And she says, you mean I could mention any show and John would tell me when it jumped the shark? I go, that's exactly what the guy does. Yeah, uh, that's, that's true. And it, it was frustrating. I mean, selling it was tough, but I didn't think it would then, you know... Be just be lost, but they really didn't do a lot with it, and they let it go away. But people still use the phrase to this day, which is uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's part of the uh, lexicon. Are you prohibited from starting some kind of similar website? I could do that. I just couldn't call it because I sold the trademark to them, so I right. couldn't call it Jump the Shark. I see. And and now when you go on, and they don't even have the website anymore. Like they don't even have the archive stuff. It's mind blowing, right? Yeah. And, and you know, I learned about this at a young age. There was um. A guy I knew, he sold his company to like a bigger company. He, he he manufactured like chairs or something, and then he sold out to a big name company. And within a year or two, they bankrupted. Like they just didn't even care about it. They just buy you out, and then they just don't make care. you go away. Yeah. yeah, but it's weird to me. Like the, these companies would spend millions of dollars to buy somebody else's company. It's weird, isn't it, John? Yeah, it was bizarre. I mean, they kept me on as a consultant for a year just yeah. to make sure you know they did it right and they were setting it up and this and that. And then after that year, they just let it go. And there were thousands of shows and hundred. I mean, millions of comments and tons of users, and they they just didn't. But they why didn't. wouldn't TV Guide come to you and say, look, John, you're the reason this thing's successful. You know, you, you've maintained it all these years pretty much on your own. Why didn't they just pay you out, buy the name, and then say, and hire you to run the website and, or hire a team? 
It's a great question. They did put a team on it, but then but then they outsourced it to some place in Australia and they wanted to redo the way the data got inputted and it was just it, it just didn't work out for them, but it it kills me to this day because I really, you know, I took a lot of pride in that. Do you still catalog when shows jump the shark? I mean, when you're watching TV, do you go, "Oh, the show just got bad?" Oh yeah, all the time. I mean, that's just that's where it all started from with me and my college buddies doing it. But it's frustrating. The thing people loved about it was you would go there and then other people just as passionate about the same show as you would sort of, you know, interact with each other. And and it was before, you know, a lot of social media and all that stuff ever came into play. But when you want to like when you're talking Bachelor in Paradise with Robin, you know, you you there's a commonality there and you enjoy the conversation and you joke around about it. And that and, and I thought it'd be such a great thing for tv guide to capitalize on yeah give them a hook and and they didn't and uh it makes no sense to me and they paid you a handsome sum for that thing yeah they gave me a lot of money for it do you think they always kind of didn't care about it or do you think they did care about it and they just couldn't figure out how to make it happen uh, I think it was a little bit of that. I also think that maybe they didn't want it out there because we ha I had a lot of that, that audience that they wanted in terms of online presence. So sometimes when you're dealing with competition, a great way to get rid of it is to acquire them and then do nothing with it. And hmm. I've seen other companies do that. Yeah, it's not uncommon. I wish someone would acquire me. And, get rid of and me. then ignore you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. <laughs> But it was frustrating. Yeah, this woman sure. was totally fascinated. She was like, oh, I'd love to meet him because all she wanted to do is name shows and have you tell her when, when they jump yeah. the shark. I'd be happy to meet her. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm not going to say that. You're not going to put it together. No, but I spent a lot of time talking about John. People are fascinated by that. I'm trying to think of a show I could name where I'd want to know when it jumped the shark. I know. I stopped watching. <laughs> oh, you know when. <laughs> well, if I lose interest in a show, it's because it has jumped the shark. Did Walking Dead jump the shark? Yeah, Walking Dead jumped the shark. And and what and when did it jump? Uh either when when I don't want to spoil too much. Oh, who but... gives a fuck? <laughs> you know, anybody who's into it's it. It's already been on. Yeah. Uh for me it was when uh it was before when Rick left. It would probably be the after Negan did his thing with the baseball bat. Because at that point, moving forward, I don't think the show was as good. But don't you think when Negan did the thing with his baseball bat, that that was fantastic? Great moment. But after that point, can you tell me a point in the show that was as good as that? I, I love that show, so. but but okay. Yeah, I was going to say, the end of that season was great. It doesn't mean that the show is terrible. It just right. means it's never it never be as achieved. Good. It never became as good as that, as up until then. Exactly. Yeah. See, so if I was yeah. going to name a show, I would say Dexter. When did Dexter jump the shark? Never. It did. It did. Yes. When did it jump the shark, John? Dexter. I, I love Dexter. Probably uh, after the uh, John Lithgow season, which that was, was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. That maybe maybe it. you're right. All right, I got one. Um, the Sopranos that never jumped the shark. Right? Oh yes, it did. It did. Yes. Look at you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your music, uh, John? When did the Sopranos jump the shark? Sopranos is tricky. I mean, it was so good for so long. Uh, I didn't love the season when it opened. The season with the dream sequence where he thought he was somebody else walking around in Las Vegas. Right. But. It's it's it, that's a nitpick. I mean, I really love that series almost all the way through. You're saying it's possible. I did not love the series all the way through, but it was not as good at a certain point. Oh, as what, it had what's been. the point? The that's point to me was when the Russians were they were running around in the woods oh, looking for those Russians. That was what? the best fucking episode After they ever did. That it sucked. Oh come on! Get it over started here. to suck. Now that Pine Barrens episode was great. I agree. Some people said no. It was I'm not talking about the episode. I said after. That. I understand. But some people said when the mom died and they went with the hologram, but that was very early on. Well, they had to do something. They were, they were Right, they had three. to wrap that up. Um, Other people might say when the therapist flipped and started to have misgivings about working with him. Really? Yeah. That's Is that right, John? That, that's a good moment. No, I wouldn't say that's right, but that's a, that's a fair point to argue. What about Game of Thrones? 
that. Dark episode. <laughs> I say when they when they did that dark episode, that show fucking jumped the shark very rapidly. You know to be what? honest. Again, you know how much I love that show, but I think when that hole got put in the wall at the end of the second to last season, after that point, it was not the same. Mm. Well, what do you mean when they? Oh, oh, oh! When the wall broke down. Right. Correct. Right. What about Seinfeld? Now there, are is it possible that a show never jumps the shark? It's rare, but uh, name it's a show rare. that never jumped the shark. Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad is probably one I would say that never jumped the shark. Seinfeld. Although I thought after the guy died in Breaking Bad, who was the kingpin, you know, um, which one? Oh, the, you oh, mean Gus? Uh, Gus? Yeah. Once he was gone, I don't think the show was ever as good. I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. Yeah. I think that last just season to get actually into got better <laughs> as it went on. Oh. I would say Breaking Bad never jumped the shark. Wow. I can. Uh, Larry Sanders show never jumped the shark. That is one I think never jumped the shark. Absolutely. When did when did uh all right, like Seinfeld, did that ever jump the shark? I would argue when Larry David left, the show was still great, but not as good hmm. as it was before then. Has a show ever jumped the shark and then jumped back <laughs> to be good again? Yeah, I think that has happened, but I gotta remember the example. I think I know. Go ahead. What? Um Bewitched. Oh, stop it. Darren, With the two Darren. Dar when Darren died, it jumped the shark, and then the new Darren came in, and it kind of sucked for a while, and then it caught its, then it caught some energy, and then it became good again. Uh, you're talking about the dick switch with Dick York and yeah, Dick Sarge. That's right. Uh, no, I think that's when that show jumped the shark. Whenever you replace the same character with a different actor, that's a good sign that it's probably going to jump. Gilligan's Island never jumped the shark. When the Harlem Globetrotters came to play basketball at the island is when Gilligan's Island jumped the shark. <laughs> that had to be it. Really? Yeah, that was a good episode. The 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 how did the Harlem Globetrotters how end up on there? How did people get to the island and they still couldn't get off? Somehow, some way, people found it. I remember when a Russian cosmonaut ended up there because you know they landed in the ocean. Yeah, how did they get back to Russia without like alerting? There was always some glitch. Like like how did the cosmonauts? Land on, okay, I understand how they got there, but how come they got off the island? And somehow, nobody ever sent back a rescue. Yeah, somehow the professor managed to rebuild the, uh, you know, the, the, the cos, the, the orb <laughs> to get them out of there, but they couldn't get off. Some people with Gilgan's Island nitpick it and said it's when they changed the opening theme from and the rest to the professor and Marianne. Right. Wow. That's a good one. <laughs> I'll tell you a show that never jumped the shark for real. What? The Munsters. And? The Adams family, they were only on for two seasons. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, I, you can't, you cannot tell me that jumped the shark. No, Munsters. I mean, some people argue with Marilyn because they had two different actresses play Marilyn, but that was very early on yeah. when they switched, and nobody missed her. And that was a great show. I mean, I love the Munsters. When did Star Trek jump the shark? The Tribbles. Triple episode, a lot of people think, uh, but again, very short run, right. so hard to pinpoint I a moment. Yeah, right. It wasn't on long enough to jump the shark. Yeah. Right. Understood. Jeez. He is kind of fun. Like, I was thinking, you know, I should invite John over he my house. There you go. We should have talked to him about that the night of the party. I know. Because John was kind of quiet at your birthday party. <laughs> Nobody was really talking to him. I was watching that. I didn't think I was so quiet. I know you said that. But, but we uh, should have just played Jump the Shark all night. In fact, when this woman said it, I said, you know, maybe I will invite John to one of my parties. And then he can just sit there and be the entertainment. That's all I'll do. Just respond to any television <laughs> right. shows that are brought up. You know a show that jumped the shark? True Blood. Because I used to love that oh, show. Oh, it jumped and Major. went. And it, then it sank. You know when it jumped the shark? When everyone got superpowers. That happens a lot, you know, to, to shows like that. Yeah, everyone's a vampire. Or when people die, but they don't die. You know, yeah. they end up not being killed off. That right. Dallas jumped when they had the dream sequence. Yeah, right, who, yeah. who shot JR, sure. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, every night for 10 years, I spent uh, two, two and a half hours working on the website. And that's how I really got, you know, per, so proficient at knowing when different things jumped. Hit it with a hind! You know, another thing that's a hallmark of a jumping of the shark is either a wedding or a divorce. Oh, yeah. Or having a kid. Yeah. Uh, well, like Rhoda, they, they, they point out when she got married, it was the highest viewership. And then the show sucked once yeah. they were married. Right. After they got married, it jumped. And when you talked about it, when Valerie Harper, when they got when they split up, you know, Joe was gone on Rhoda. People were angry. I yeah. mean, flat out angry at that. Mary Tyler Moore probably didn't jump the shark. Now I think about that. Right. That was a great show. Yeah. Did Friends ever jump the shark? 
Yeah. When? The eighth time Ross and Rachel got back together. I mean, in other words, they had them break up and get back together too many times. Yeah, way too many times. And that's another thing when you, you know, lose the sexual tension between two people on a show uh, and they finally have sex. A lot of times the show jumps the shark after that point. Right. Did House of, I mean, obviously House of Cards lost its mojo once they lost the main actor, but did it ever jump the shark? Yeah, that's an easy one. Well, go ahead. I think it's the last scene. I mean, when, when Kevin Spacey left, oh, yeah, that, all right, that but, show was okay. nowhere near. Well, that I know. If you want to go earlier than that, I mean, it could have been when he actually became president versus working his way up to right. being president. I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that was difficult once he stopped having to maneuver to get the power. I'll tell you what I still watch is Gotham. I don't think they Gotham's jumped the shark. Gotham's done. Gotham's done. Oh, it's over? They're not yes, bringing it back? Not bringing it back. Oh. It never jumped the shark. No, I don't think so. Right, John? Or you don't watch that? I don't watch Gotham, but I'll take your word for it. What is the best show that ever aired on television of all time? That's so tough. Uh, I, I was a big Twilight Zone guy. I thought that show was fantastic. What about... Um, Jackie Gleason, The Honeymooners. Honeymooners is great. We talked about Breaking Bad. To me, that's one of the all-time greats. Seinfeld, even though it did jump at the end, I think that's a really good one. I think Honeymooners was the greatest show of all time. I'd have to go with Twilight Zone. I was very happy to hear John say that first. That's why we get along so well, Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah? You say Twilight Zone was the best show ever on television? Ever. I don't think so. So inventive. So, I mean, my God, they hit it out of the park Every week. Mary Tyler Moore is another one I thought was yeah. an all-time great. No All in the Family? What about that? All in that? the Family is But excellent. boy, did it jump the shark. What, All in the Family? Oh, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, they left it on too long. It You're wouldn't talking go about away. When yeah. Edith died? Yeah. It was uh, actually even before that because people started leaving. You know, like Mike left and then Gloria left. You know, they were... Hmm. It was... That was when it all started to fall apart. Sequels. You know, they sort of drained that show. The Wire is probably the best show, I think, of all time. The Wire? Hmm. I love the that Wire. is a great show. That was a great show. I don't know if all time. Might be. Who knows? He's the expert. Listen, he's got the body to prove it. This is the body of a guy who watches TV 24 hours a day. You know what? Recently, it started out so great and then jumped the shark. What? Was The Affair. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first season was great, and then I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah. I agree with you on that. After the first season, it blew. It was very tough to take. Uh, you know, I might have jumped the shark, uh, Killing Eve. I, I, I'm having trouble getting really? into I'm having oh, trouble. Oh, no, the second season is great. Is it? All right, I got to keep stick yeah. with you. Howard, you might be onto something. I liked the second season. I thought it got better as it went, but yeah. the first season was much better. It was better. awesome because you'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah. He also did Fleabag, which I think is a really good show. That has yeah, everyone's telling me to watch. I have that. to check that out because I tried it at one point and then did, I bailed. Well, the British series are also much shorter, so it's more difficult to say if they jump the shark. Like the the Office, the UK version of the Office, I don't think jumped the shark. I Do you think? Like I love the show Ray Donovan, but did it jump the shark by letting uh, the dad out of jail, like he escaped jail? Yes. And now they're not even like looking for him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ray, I mean, well, I think it jumped before then. I don't. I do. But I'll still watch it. I love it. I still watch it, but yeah. I think it jumped before. I mean, uh, these last couple of years have been just... Once Ray Donovan couldn't make anything work, he couldn't pull anything together, and he lost his whole team, except for that woman, I was like, I'm out. But I'm not out, because I love John Voight, even though I hate his politics. So I had to keep watching. So Ray Donovan... Has jumped the has shark. Has jumped the shark, John? Yeah, yes. Definitely. I think that woman who plays uh, his assistant is so hot. That skinny broad? Yeah. That part is not Jump the Shark. No. Is she She's a, the only one left. Is she a lesbian in real life? I don't know. I know she plays one on the show. Yeah, but I mean, is she a lesbian in real life? That I, I do know. not know. And are you allowed to play a lesbian if you're not one? Well, maybe that's why she is a real one. But if she's not, she plays it very well. There are certain roles you're not allowed to play anymore unless you are <laughs> actually that. Evidently. <laughs> I don't know how that works with lesbian. But she's super hot. Am I wrong on that? Well, she's your kind of girl. Yeah. Everyone tells me I like these super skinny girls, but I do. I was watching <laughs> porn last night, and I hit on this um, stepfather who, of course, was fucking his daughter. She was misbehaving at school, 
Of course, so you fuck her, right? Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> this guy, I'll punish you. This was porn logic. <laughs> this guy in this porn I'm watching last night on YouPorn. Uh, and I only watched it because the girl was so hot. But, you know, and she almost like looked like a teenager, like was teen porn. But, you know, they're not teenagers. Right. They're not legally allowed to do that, of course. And um, so this girl's misbehaving in school. And this fucking guy, he's the stepfather. The mother evidently is checked out. She's not. She hasn't been home for two weeks. <laughs> the school calls and says, like, like, oh, no, I know what it is. He went to wake her up for school. And she had done that trick where you put pillows in your bed. Right. So he's like, fuck this. Now I got to discipline this kid. Why am I? She's not even really my daughter. And I've had it with her. So she comes sneaking into the house. He, of course, goes, come over here. What are you doing? She goes, what do you mean? She goes, I, I just went to take out the garbage. He goes, you're lying to me. You're lying to me. He goes, I went to check your bed. You weren't even in bed. You're lying. Next thing you know, he grabs her, rips off her shirt. She's like, wait a second. What is this? He goes, you've got to, you've got to learn a lesson here. Rips off her shirt, starts squeezing her titties and puts his hand down her pants and starts uh, playing with her vagina. I'm like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I bet you'll go to school now. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> she goes, I can't believe you're doing this. Now my mother's really going to fucking hate you and leave you. And he goes, that's it. And uh, he, he throws her down on the couch and starts um, eating her out. <laughs> licking her vagina. She's moaning like crazy. She loves Pussy. it. Of course. You know, important. normally you'd be in jail already. And uh, then she starts blowing him. And then uh, he banged her. I assume I didn't get to that part. Oh, oh, you were finished. I was all done. Once the like, all he did was like stick his hand (laughs) down her pants when I came. I was done. But uh, I don't even know how I got into that. But I don't either because we were talking about shows. Then I watched Bachelor in Paradise, and then I realized I was hungry. I'd eat a banana or something to get to sleep. It's ten twenty. What do you want, Ralph? That show is so good. It's so much better than the regular Bachelor. Yeah. It is. But Bachelor's still good. Of course. That never jumps the shark. No, Paradise is so great. I mean, they just throw people in there just to fuck with everybody. It's just what do you want? ridiculous. The greatest drama ever, you guys didn't mention, never jumped the shark, never came close with The Sopranos. Hands down. We did mention We that. talked about The Sopranos. What's the matter with you? Listen to the show, stupid. <laughs> Who are you, Bobo? And who are you, Bobo? I, I'm a little off today. <laughs> He's off. <laughs> Hey, I heard you were at Ronnie's party and you didn't even fuck up. Like people said, you behaved. I uh, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I made a concerted effort. So yeah. you had a great no, time, I huh? I had a great time. You know what? I even had fun hanging out with Mamet and his girlfriend. They're fun. It just was really you act a fun like that's party. a surprise to you. Well, me and Mamet have argued on the air, and oh, I see. You know, yeah. but uh, they have their thing. All yeah. right, dude. That's it. Later. Sounds you want like, to talk about Brent? No. Oh, do you? What do you want to say? I do. I want to talk about Rappaport for a second. I tried to call before. I'm gonna, Robin. You said you didn't understand this fight. Here, let me. Rap. He's just looking for attention. I mean, I love his acting and everything, but I'm just really totally tired of him on the show. He's just doing this BS wrestling character thing. You know, right. he created it. He's getting some attention. He was never like this before. You never heard of him just being an asshole with everybody. You know. You feel that like he's busting balls, but I mean. He's busting balls to the point that Brent wants to kill him, you know? Yeah, well, you know what? I would, too. He should punch him in the face. That song wasn't funny. It was just mean and fucking nasty. Right. You know? Like, how is that funny? He's just attacking Brent. I mean, I understand why Brent's upset about it, for sure. But I don't understand. Who cares what Michael thinks? That's a good point, too. Well... You're Brenda. saying you, you don't like Rappaport because he's not an authentic asshole. Right. There, there's no beef. There's no nothing. He, start, he tries to start with Gary all the time. And it's the same old right. joke. And guess you know what? what I mean? Gary didn't give him any bait, and now he's gone on to someone else. Yeah, well, you know, that doesn't mean just, like, walk around being an asshole. Like, you know, maybe like Brent. All right. Wright, Fair enough. Thank up. you, Ralph. Who cares what Ralph There thinks. is no law against being an asshole. That's Ralph, everybody. All right, Mike, go ahead. Then i got to take a break. I'm way behind again. I always get behind. Hey, Hair. Hey. Hey, Hair. Hey, Hair. Uh, listen, you're talking about greatest TV shows. Um, I've never heard it discussed on the show, but have you seen Mind Hunter? Mind Hunter. I love it. It's back, too. Did you see the new oh, season? Yeah, it's fabulous. It's 
It's phenomenal. It's the I think best it's show. The best show. Netflix Mind Hunter. Ever. It's on uh, Netflix. Phenomenal. Yep, I'm Thank with you. you. Okay. Yeah, that is awesome. I love that show. I wish they. Had... Oh, that guy is so creepy. Great. It's the lead guy. Yeah. yeah. Really good. What is he like? Autistic or something? I don't know exactly yeah. what's going on there. All right. Anyway, uh, let me take a break. When we get back, I'll uh, you know I'll get the news. We'll wrap this show up on time. I got a bunch of meetings. I got to do Peloton today for 45 minutes. I'm on a schedule. Oh. Yeah, I got to get on there. I got a lot to do today. Now, I was watching, um, you know, I bet you a lot of guys don't fantasize about Nicole Wallace on MSNBC, but yesterday I, I did my work. I was really tired. And then my shrimp parmesan comes at uh, 4.30. <laughs> I have the same thing every Monday, shrimp parmesan. Spaghetti, which I throw half the spaghetti out. I scrape the cheese off the um, shrimp, reduce calories, and I have a side of broccoli, steamed, a little bit of garlic. I get so excited. And I drink that with a cup of hot water, boiling water. That's my party. Sounds, I want to be there. Doesn't Sounds that sound great? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just beat myself with a chain <laughs> for fun? You're, you're only having a little more fun than Susan Muldowney. And then I always eat dinner at 4.30. I know, I know. I, I really am. Like, I'm goofing on her. Like, yeah, shame on me. Like, I'm no different. I'm like a shut-in. But I um, I get so excited because what I do is I, I always uh, record the news. So that what I do is I rewind to 4 o'clock and every day I eat. Uh, dinner with uh, dinner at four thirty with uh, Nicole Wallace. She's the host. She's of the show. your new girlfriend, your new favorite yeah. person. And I wouldn't say you know, but I, I mean, I, I've never seen her body. She never stands up on the show, but she has a very, very nice face. And I think you know what a what a nice woman. I mean, like she knows all the events, all the current events. Very well spoken. Very well, you know, except for she always says sort of, which makes me mental. I wish she'd stop doing that. So annoying. Uh, President Trump is sort of no, no. He's not sort of doing anything. President Trump is doing this. He's doing that, or he's not doing it. He's not sort of doing it. That all that all of them do that. That sort of thing, and she she's the worst offender of it. Every other sentence out of her mouth is sort of. I thought you had broken her of that. She did for a day, and then she went (laughs) right back to it. She couldn't do it. She couldn't handle it. But I was looking her over and I was like, you know. Sizing her up. Yeah, how old is she? Forty seven. No Forty seven. Well, that's in the age that I would be with. The appropriate age. I'm a hundred and they're forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking at her, I go, you know, that's a catch there. She's I mean, I don't know what her body's doing. I can't speak for that, Robin. I'm sorry. But uh I assume she's in good shape. She looks like someone who probably soul cycles. Well, she's on TV. Yeah. Probably goes over she to soul cycle. something, yeah. Because she wants to, you know, hang out with celebrities. I hear that's the place to go. Is it? Yeah. Benji was there, but now he's at Peloton. Right. <laughs> and and Nicole Wallace, uh, I don't know, I'm looking over and I say, you know, she got a All big, of a sudden, you start to get across. Yeah, so, you know, she's a big yenta. She seems to know a lot of stuff. Like she's, you know, she's up on things, and then and then she's always bragging that she was part of uh, George Bush's cabinet. Uh-huh. Like she, I don't know what she did exactly. She did something. She's always bragging about White House communications. Yeah, sure. she was like uh, Sean Spicer or Sarah uh, Huckabee. I don't recall her doing any. Press I don't either. But uh, yeah. I mean, that's, is, she, is there any shots of her, of her body? You really need this. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm happily married. I love my wife. I'm not uh, looking, uh, but I'm almost. Okay, all right. Don't maybe beat I'll, the drum. <laughs> oh, look at this. It was announced last year that Nicole Wallace is getting divorced. Oh, oh, oh whoa. Oh. <laughs> I know someone I could set her up with. <laughs> Who? I don't want to say. Hey, now. Benji.
Oh. <laughs> you really don't like it. <laughs> when you say sort of, what do you mean? This is weird. Nicole Wallace trained Sarah Palin for the debates. Boy, you did a good job. Wow. No, she didn't have much to work with. Sarah Palin's getting a divorce. I know. I was going to talk about that yeah. in the news, that her husband has filed for divorce. And what he said was, they just can't get along. No. Sarah Palin's hot. I don't mean mentally. She's an idiot. but And her views are retarded. Oh, you can't say that anymore. Uh, they're uh, <laughs> Kamala. Yeah, right. They're hand, mentally handicapped. <laughs> I don't think that has the same ring. Her views are silly. <laughs> How's that? We're all learning. But, uh, yeah, I mean. But that's why I found it funny that he said, I just can't get along with this woman. Boy. But she's way hot. Sarah Palin just kick ass in terms of looks. She was a beauty. This- oh, that's uh, Nicole Wallace? Nicole Wallace flying in. <laughs> oh, yeah. She looks good. Nice physique. Sure. I could see some guy having a good time with her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is all it ever comes down to for you. Well, hey, we're animals. That's how you keep the species going. Uh, I hear you talk about guys all the time. 69. Right. And you never, it never gets down to, well, he'd be fun. Well, he w- <laughs> not for me, he wouldn't. <laughs> I guess if I was a girl, I'd do that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, very attractive. She knows a lot of stuff. She's got a good job. It's just the sort of thing. I'd, I'd have to break her that habit. <laughs> Bring it to Ronnie's party. Take their tits out. Yeah. <laughs> I like my parties the way they are. Right. Well, what what would you yell at Nicole Wallace at the party? I'm a different kind of fucking host. That's what you would say to Nicole Wallace? I don't know if I said cunt. All right. Thank you. <laughs> 69! There you go. Yeah, but I was thinking, you know, I was looking her over. I always evaluate. You know that, Robin. You can't help yourself. It's mm. a shame. People should be left alone. Oh. You know, I was thinking about our conversations last week where you had several suggestions for uh, for Taylor Swift. Yeah, I was trying to help her out. <laughs> Nicole Wallace is dating someone. Oh, is she? Yeah. Probably met someone at uh, MSNBC. Or SoulCycle, one of the two. Probably dating that weirdo who's always in front of the map and then discussing uh, uh, the latest polls. <laughs> I don't know his name. He's an interesting guy. Uh, do you want to talk to Sarah Palin audiobook? Sure. Oh, look at this. Nicole is dating Michael Schmidt, the New York Times reporter who appears on her show. Yeah, she was gushing over him the other day. Oh, his excellent reporting. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> So yeah, you learned. You shit? missed that, did you? Uh, yeah, I was like, because you were too busy evaluating. Oh my God, Michael, you did the most amazing reporting for the New York Times. See, I would have been impressed if you came back and said, "I think she's having." Uh, there's something going on between her and that right. New York Times yeah, guy. I should have been suspicious. That's right. I knew she was probably hooking up with somebody <laughs> at MSNBC. What the hell? Everybody's hooking up. Um, Sarah Palin audiobook is on the uh, phone and wants to speak about her divorce. Right. Hello. I'm tired of my husband Todd's tiny cock. Is that what's causing the divorce? I am getting divorced and I am ready for a spectacularly huge black cock. <laughs> oh, you're looking for black cock. <laughs> I desperately want thick black meat inside my hot cunt. Right. So you're, well, let me just make sure, because this is pretty big news. This will probably be on TMZ or Daily Mail or yes. one of them. You're looking, you want to leave your husband for specifically black cock. Yes. Okay. That's a headline. So I guess we've heard it here first. Divorce is because in May 1982, Ronald Reagan shit on my saggy little tits. At a scat party while I jerked off Bill Gates, tiny little nerd, cock, and then Alex Rodriguez ramp a baseball bat into Margaret Thatcher, gross, fat cunt, while Senator Ted Stevens squeezed a large chunk of shit onto Jimmy Carter's saggy balls while he was butt-fucking a couple of dogs and a cat. Then it was my turn to lick Gerald Ford's shitty black asshole. <laughs> so I tucked my head inside his fast cheeks and the hum of my lips on his paint made Gerald Ford's 
balls were exploded. With this huge fountain of cum shot off in several directions, soaking Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher faces with buckets of hot, sticky jizz. Then, after a long cleanup effort, I still craved the taste of hot, salty cum. So I hurriedly jerked off a large caribou. Meanwhile, Wolf Blitzer, Skullfutt, Howard Cosell, dead corpse. And here's the kicker. The slime, the blood, and the stench made Wolf Blitzer pass out. Then when Gerald Ford took over, Skullfucking, Howard Cosell, raunchy, dead, asshole, Margaret Thatcher spread open and streamed golden shower all over Wolf Blitzer's fat fucking face. Then Mike Hunt perked up at the sound of Ted Stevens heaving cock sliding back and forth inside a sea otter's asshole. Then I noticed a lot of black cock right near the middle of the room, and so I got involved with the black stand in a circle. Margaret Thatcher and I high-fived each other, and then we went from cock to cock to cock until our faces were hot, sweaty, and covered with cum. As cliched as it sounds, that was the happiest day of my life. Uh, Sarah Palin audiobook. Uh, I missed part of that. Can you repeat it, please? No, 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 don't. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it took us three months to put that drop together. I don't doubt it. How did we know that she was going to get a divorce? Yeah. And by the way, I am not joking. Three months just to put that sentence together. Yes. That run on sentence. That we knew we'd need that. Yep. Yep. And by the way, the fake news will not cover this. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank the you. The people of Alaska can go fuck themselves. Right. Uh, Miss, Miss, uh, Governor, thank you for calling in. It was one year ago this week that I got the crabs from Senator Ted Stevens. Right. Really? Yeah, it was a year ago she yes. got the crabs. Wow. Yeah. Yes. You celebrate that. Elizabeth Hasselbeck is a sleazy, dumbass cunt. Oh! Wow. Boy, you you got to update your uh, rap, Sarah Palin yeah, audio why book. are you mentioning yes. her? When we and last attack, time we saw Elizabeth? Yeah, you know, why attack that lovely woman? I am getting divorced, and I am ready for a spectacularly huge black cock. All right, now you're repeating yourself. Goodbye. <laughs> She's stuck. I mean, Ted Stevens died nine years ago. <laughs> well, listen to this. Todd, her husband, who is 55, uh, filed for divorce. He wants black cock, too? And said that uh, it was from an incompatibility of um, temperament. Oh. Between the two of them, such that they find it impossible to live together anymore. I mean, a woman with that kind of logic, I mean, the real Sarah Palin, uh -huh. I can't imagine living with her for more than a week. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, he she's lasted 30 some years. Because she is a dummy. It's time for news, and uh, we got a beautiful song today. Uh, you might recognize this one, Robin. I Robin on the show, and it makes my penis grow, because she's a chocolate hottie. Chocolate? She can sing and she can dance, oh, she even shits her pants. I do. But I still lick her body. <laughs> she makes my day. I do. With every word she'll say. Oh. Like four inches is fine. Four inches is fine. She gives me a bone during the news with a sexy voice and boo. A delicious behind Cause I Love Robin's titty Oh, I did Black boobies Hot nipples Pummel it, baby, Lizzie, will it, bumble it Wanna stick my cock at Robin's twine Go ahead I Love Robin's titty Oh, I did Black boobies Yeah Oh. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Either way, you know who sent that in? Billy Miro. We haven't seen him in a while. Oh. He's actually, uh, he does a David Lee Roth like nobody else. Singing live Thursdays at the Polo Lounge in Westbury, New York. Polo okay. Lounge. What in Westbury? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew he was doing so well? Yeah. Billy Miro, look at that. Oh, Robin. Someone else is doing well. Who? Alex Trebek. No the kidding. 
kicking off the 36th season of Jeopardy. I'll be One honest. Three. I didn't think, uh, you know, I didn't, uh, the prognosis didn't sound good. But that guy, he's something else, huh? He he looked chipper and seemed that he was happy to be there. One three. I truly hope you folks have enjoyed revisiting some of our special tournaments throughout this past summer. But today, Jeopardy begins its 36th season on the air. And I'm happy to report I'm still here. Our champion, Jason. Wow. Thank you. And he's 79. You were talking about Steve Croft the other day saying right. he was hanging up his spurs at 74. 69! Do you think my prayers for Alex Trebek healed him? Is it Maybe. possible that Were they you worked? praying for I him? Was, I was, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy him on Jeopardy. I can't see anyone else hosting, <laughs> honestly. Maybe it worked. Alex Trebek beating, 